Hello everybody and welcome to the Manifesting Gaia podcast. My name is Gaia and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast. So I just want to start today's episode by saying let's take a deep breath (laughs) because we're going to talk about a lot today so I hope you're ready um so we're going to start with a deep breath in and we're going to breathe in love and forgiveness and receptiveness and we're going to exhale and bring out all the heaviness of today any burdens we've been holding and blockages and we're just going to let it all go so we can be here and be present in this moment so i want to start today with a quote that i heard last week um i don't really know who i like i don't even remember where i heard this i always do this and i wish i would have written it down um but okay i'm just gonna say the quote um so the quote is <laughs> you can only give and receive at the level at the capacity at which you love yourself so basically that's saying if you don't love yourself um you can't really give love to others and like i know that's such a big controversial topic like yeah i can yeah i can yeah i can but it's kind of like the beggar you know telling the millionaire that like he's broke it's kind of like no and i'm gonna explain i'm gonna talk about that later in the episode um but my first point i actually want to talk about is self-care and self-care and self-love are not the same thing and they're don't get me wrong they're both necessary but they're not the same and i had this misconception for a long long time i thought that if i treated myself to starbucks once a month then that meant i loved myself and it's just not true self-love is a lifelong journey healing is a lifelong journey and enlightenment is a lifelong journey and there is no destination for any of them and for a majority of people they see the opposite of love is hate So for them, their mindset is, well, if I don't hate myself, then that implies that I love myself. And that was my mindset for a long time, too. And the truth is, the opposite of love is actually indifference. And love is the fourth to first highest vibration. Um, A lot of people think that love is the first vibration. I've seen it as gratitude. I kind of feel like it's gratitude. But according to the Hawkins scale of consciousness, it goes in order enlightenment, peace, joy, and then love. And the lowest vibration at the bottom of the chart is shame. And the next three going up from that are guilt, apathy, and grief. So the opposite of love is actually indifference. And this means not feeling at all or no emotion being there. So essentially neglect. And the truth is human beings really just want to be seen um, and noticed and appreciated. But... How can you expect someone to see you when you don't even see yourself? So something I've started doing is when I wake up and go to the bathroom, I look at myself in my eyes and I say, good morning, beautiful. And I hug myself and I've been doing it for a few months now, um, ever since I started my journey. But like maybe two days out of the week, I'll forget. Like I'll go to the bathroom and I'll see myself, but I don't say anything. And I'll brush my teeth, make my breakfast, go on my phone, you know, and then maybe like, 40 minutes later i'll have to go pee 
and I wash my hands and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, shit, I didn't say good morning. I didn't hug myself. I didn't call myself beautiful. And I was in front of my mirror for five minutes. Like I didn't notice myself is what I'm saying, but I was in front of the mirror and everyone is you pushed out and your life is a reflection. So if you feel like you're not being seen or appreciated, you're most likely not seeing or appreciating yourself. And that is scary. Like when I literally am in front of the mirror and I look at myself, like I brush my teeth and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, but I just don't see myself and it's terrifying. Um, so for most people, it takes being treated very badly from someone for them to see that they don't actually know their worth or love themselves. And for me, this is very recent, which is what triggered my self-love journey. Um, it was being romantically involved with a narcissist. And it took a very, very long time. Um, I had like rose-colored glasses and a quote that me and quotes broke. Yeah, like you guys need to get like comfortable with me and quotes this whole like entire and the entirety of my podcast is just going to be quotes in every single episode but a quote that like really like came from my neck was um when you have on rose colored glasses red flag look like normal flags (laughs) and that is so accurate i'm so into believing um the best of everyone um even when they show me they're bad i always give people second chances and people always say especially my mother she's like you're not tolerant of everyone but it's like if you knew what i actually put up with like you don't know but she says that because like i put up with so much shit so to the point where i'm like when i'm done with you like i am d-o-n-e so for her it's like you're not gonna give him a second chance but it's like no mama like i gave them chances throughout but i don't tell people like okay like i'll give you another chance but if you screw up again like i'm leaving i kind of just dip and leave it to them to um solve the puzzle but basically my relationship was um obviously with a narcissist i don't really have to go into detail um about like what he was like but i was treated very very badly i was embarrassed he um had a very wounded and damaged inner child and like i would use that as like an excuse even like telling my friends what he would do sometimes they'd be like you need to leave girl and i'd be like no like he had a really bad childhood or even currently like his life like really sucks um and i also felt um responsible not for his life like circumstance but it was also i was like oh well if i leave it's going to make him even like his life even worse um and that would be my fault adding to his sadness and it's not like he helped like i had never been involved with someone who um threatened not threatened but like threatened um suicide if i left or disappearance until i met him and your first time dealing with that you believe them because i had never been in that situation before um after the empty threats and him not doing it i realized that he was never actually going to do it because he's a narcissist and like even though his life sucked leaving this planet was like an absolute no-no for him disappearing was a no-no like he had to be everywhere and mr spotlight and yeah um 
it, it, I, I could sit here and tell like stories um, of stuff he did. Um, but what it took to leave wasn't even him like doing something, calling me stupid, calling me schizophrenic. <laughs> like that was his favorite insult was like, you were schizophrenic. I have no idea. I've never been insulted with a mental, um, I just, anyways. No, it took him, um, basically kind of saying something along the lines of like, okay, so his life sucks. And I have my own future plans and ambitions. And he's one of those people that talk about what they want to do but never actually take steps to do it. And I'm one of those people that talk about what I want to do and take steps to get there. And basically, he kind of saw me as a person who wasn't going to just... I, I wanted to bring him with me. Um, but he didn't really have the intentions of leaving the situation he was in. So he said something along the lines of like, I don't really see a, a, this going anywhere. And when he said that, he didn't say it like that, but he might as well have. And when he said that, it was like my heart, not my heart, but like, cause I don't really actually have feelings for him like that. So the, the fact that I was even in this situation is crazy, but I just remember like a wall of just numbness just came over me and I just instantly like flipped. And then I never saw him again after that day. And I remember he called me. He was like, what's up? Like, why are you, like, gone? And I was like, you said you didn't see future with us. And he was like, that's really the reason? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I mean, I'm not surprised because he's a narcissist. But, like, you really want me to waste my time with you? And I called him a narcissist. Before I really even knew what the word narcissist was, I kind of thought it was like a like a cute little term because I call myself a narcissist because like I'm a Leo rising. And like, you know, like I make everything about me. But like not in the actual narcissist. Like when I found out what a real narcissist was, I was like, sheesh. And one time I called him a narcissist and he was like, what's that? Like he didn't even know what the word was. And that's really ironic. But anyways... <laughs> Okay, so I was watching a video um, the other day on YouTube, and it was just random, like, girl. It came up on my recommended. She was talking about her ex-boyfriend, and it was exactly my situation. And she said she said um, this thing, and it really stuck with me. And it was like, the person you go the hardest for is usually the person you're not going to end up with. And that goes for every single situation. Um... The person, the friends, the job, the relationship, um, the opportunity. Like, if you find yourself, like, breaking your back, like, being stressed. Like, it's something that was supposed to bring you peace is starting to stress you out. Like, um, and it's, and you keep trying to fix it and it's not getting fixed. It most likely isn't going to be the one, um, that you think it is. But it takes, um, it takes people a while to realize that. And... Honestly, it doesn't feel good, so I don't blame people for not wanting to leave, but we're going to get into that later. So, the first thing you can do to amplify self-love is to be present and be present with yourself. And honestly, start really small. Take a few minutes with yourself every day. If you've never done anything like this, then I recommend starting with sitting in silence. Um, I just want to talk about meditation real quick and like the stigma around it. Um, meditation isn't just crisscross applesauce listening to sound baths. Um, it's literally being present in your body. The definition of meditation is being present in your, the moment. 
So yoga is meditation, dancing is meditation, enjoying a meal you just cooked is my favorite type of meditation because I love food. But just sitting in your living room, watching your favorite show, not being anywhere else is a meditation. Um, but silence is the best way to start. Just sitting there and not timing it. Let your mind wander. Don't try to control your thoughts because it will not work. Just let them flow and observe them, but don't judge them. Just let them flow and tap into your feelings. What do you feel? What triggered you today? Did you have a persistent thought? And then after you've done that for a little bit, I like to journal. I love journaling, actually. It's one of the best forms of release, and you can journal about anything. I like to write down the thoughts that I had during my meditation and reflecting on them. And if there are problems, I'll um, find the solutions. Um, you can write any resentment you're holding that's draining your energy. You can look up shadow work prompts and just do a couple. You can write four things you're grateful for, instant vibration raiser. Um, you can write down four things you did today. So getting out of bed, showering, eating a meal, and reaching out to a friend. And I had this limiting belief that if I didn't build a whole house or start an animal sanctuary every day, then it was an unproductive day. Um, even if I spent the whole day meditating, which is, will do wonders for you. It just, if I wasn't doing something like physically, like societally productive, then I didn't feel like I was productive. So one day I wrote down every little thing I did that day. So I woke up, brushed my teeth, stretched, changed out of my clothes, made breakfast, meditated, did breath work, etc. And those things I just said are maybe like the first 30 minutes of my day. But that's already so many things. So when you change the way you look at things, the way things look change. And that is a quote, like my forever quote. All right. <laughs> so the next thing you can do is cut off people or situations that are draining you of your energy. Um, bro, it doesn't matter if it's family. It doesn't matter if it's your best friend. It doesn't matter if it's a company you've been with for 20 years. You're the only one who knows how you truly feel when you're around them or involved with them. And you know it's not right. And you know that it needs to go. And I'm not saying this is easy because it's not. But what's worse than not knowing you don't love yourself is knowing that you don't love yourself. And still choosing to neglect what your spirit is asking you to do. The universe is always testing you. And most times it feels like. Oh my god, like these tests are so hard. Like I just wish like it sent me an easy test. I'm so tired of having to make these huge life decisions. But the truth is you've had little quizzes along the way that you didn't pass. So ignoring red flags is one. Tearing down boundaries to receive validation from someone is one. So after enough times of you, you know, not passing the test, the universe says, Alright, I'm done. And it just gives you the final. So it feels like you weren't prepared, but really, um, you, you just, I don't want to say failing because there's no such thing as failing. Either you pass or you learn, but you know what I mean? So with that being said, cutting someone or something off may feel like the hardest thing, but it's the first step in the right direction of feeling good. And when one situation or person exits your life, it makes room for one to enter, but you can't receive a good job, a good partner, or a good group of friends when you're so tightly hanging on to the toxic ones. Nothing is forever and things are constantly in motion. We live in a universe like made up of atoms, like things are always moving. 
And the universe reminds us of that by mirroring to us the parts of our lives that we need to detach and let go of. Speaking of letting go, that is a big part of self-love. Forgiveness. Forgive those who have done you dirty without explanation. Forgive those who have abused and traumatized you. Forgive those who made you think you weren't deserving of the best and the most healthy love. And most important, forgive your damn self. Forgive yourself for staying in situations that you should have left. Forgive yourself for blaming yourself for things that were out of your control. Just <laughs> just write a letter. Just write a letter to yourself. Write a genuine letter. Sit down as if you were applying to college and write a letter. Tell yourself how much you love yourself and release all past resentment and grudges and anger. You are bound to keep making mistakes. So just because you write this letter... I, I used to do that. I'd write a letter. Oh my god, I love you so much. Like, you're forgiven. And then I'd make a mistake. I'd be like, you dumb. And then I'd be like, hold on. Mistakes are necessary because the only way I learn, I learn to love my mistakes. I learn to love my past traumatic experiences because I wouldn't be the person I am today without my trauma. And I love the person I am today. So next point. How you speak to yourself matters. Pay attention to what you're saying pay attention to what you're saying how many times do you call yourself stupid today or how many times do you think about a past scenario and cringe because of what you did when i started this self-love journey and i monitored in my mind or even the things that like i thought out about myself like oh my god you're so stupid i always said i would always say and i even say i still say it today like if i talk to my friends the way i talked to myself i wouldn't have any friends so something that helps me is I imagine what I would say if my friends came up to me with my own insecurities or my own judgment. I would be gentle with them. And I'd ask myself, if I'd be gentle and patient and understanding with them, why can't I do it with myself? Because you are your own best friend and you need to start acting like it. So start acting like it. Next is intimacy intimacy with yourself which is so important presence like i said in the beginning being present with yourself is important but also physical intimacy that is one of the biggest reasons people and one of the biggest reasons people intertwine their worth with their relationship status people hate doing stuff alone people hate going to the bathroom alone getting food alone going to a party alone if you resonate with this and i heard this years ago but it stuck with me um the quote was, you never know when your last time being single is because you don't. So you could think, okay, like I'm going to be single and you, you know, you find this date somewhere and it's like, okay, it's going to be a one-time thing. You like the date. Okay. A couple more dates. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. They asked you to be your partner. Okay. Like we're partners now, but you know, who knows how long this is going to last. And you guys end up spending the next 70 years together and you're like, dang i didn't know that was my last time being single and a lot of people obviously love the person they're with for sure but they wish that they were more present in their single life and it honestly sucks that society conditions us from our early teens to early 30s that we need to be in a relationship if you're not you suck you know if you haven't kissed someone or had sex by now like you are a prude you're never gonna find anyone you need to have kids like Oh my goodness <laughs> but something i've learned to do is touch myself i literally hug myself like five times a day when i wake up when i go to bed when i cry when i'm happy at something i did and most of the times i just hug myself just because i like to hug myself 
But scientifically, scientists on earth say that a human being needs four hugs every day for survival, eight hugs every day for maintenance, and 10 hugs every day for growth. And I heard that years ago, so this isn't new information to me. But when I first heard this, I was like, what? Like, where am I going to find 12 people to hug me every single day? And of course, my mind went to needing other people for my own growth, my own maintenance, and my own survival. But I was like, wait, I can give them to myself. So I do. And I like to hold my own hand too. I don't really hold my own hand in public. But like, if I'm at home alone and I'm watching a movie in my bed, why the hell not? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? People are like, I'm not going to hug myself. Who cares? Why not? Like, it feels good. I love hugs. I'm a hugger. So, I love hugging myself. Something else I enjoy doing is being naked. And stay with me for a second. Because that just was like a bomb I just dropped. But I used to be so ashamed of being naked. And not because like I didn't like my body. It wasn't anything to do with my actual body. But I used to um, equate nakedness to impurity. And I always felt most comfortable with clothes on. Even though that isn't our national nat natural state like obviously no human being is born with clothes on but when you're born you're put straight into a, a jumper um but i've turned showering into a daily ritual like i really like feel myself when i'm stooping down and scrubbing and i you know i have so many body scrubs i just love sugar scrubs that i really make it a ritual and I dance to my favorite songs, specifically Woman by Dirty Cat. Like, that one really unlocks my divine femininity. And I just rub my body while I'm dancing. And I feel my curves. And I especially give extra love to the parts I'm more insecure about. Like, my hips. and Because I have hip dips. And my breasts. And I literally say to those parts, just, I love you. And I say thank you. Because praising your body is so important. And it works hard every millisecond to keep going like even for two seconds if your heart stopped or your brain said okay like i really need a break or oxygen said give me a minute or your kid like you would collapse so i switched my mindset about my body because i recognize that it's not mine and nothing is ours and we're so attached to these bodies and that's why so much self-hate develops for bodies because it's like this is my body and it's so ugly but they're just capsules for our souls you know could you imagine if we were just like orbs which is white orbs everywhere no bodies no faces no light orbs so i think of it i like to use the analogy of a friend's house who i'm house sitting until they come back from vacation and all i have to do is keep it clean and keep it well and it will do everything else on its own and i call human bodies i call my body a runner body so because that's what it is because love it or not you're stuck with this body for a few more decades so stretch every now and then and feed it try to get three meals in because it's never it has never let you down so don't leave it hanging and lastly self-love is the key to freedom and i want us to all be free you deserve to be free and you've been captive for so long so welcome to your new life and even just listening to this 25-minute podcast, you, your subconscious retained everything I just said. So you are taking the most effective steps in the right direction. So congratulations. I applaud you. And say thank you to yourself because you did an amazing job. 
And thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast. And um, it's 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 a lifelong journey. You can start anytime. You can restart anytime. You're never doing it wrong. You're always learning. And congratulations. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, my social media is uh, my Twitter, my TikTok, at Manifesting Kaya, and my YouTube channel, at Manifested Vanessa. And I uploaded a video on Thursday about, I don't know, it was last Thursday, um, but about manifesting a specific person if you're interested in speaking about love. Um, so yeah, go check it out. And thank you. Bye.